Ah, it stopped. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Analysis Power Podcast Live. We're back again on a Tuesday evening. And uh, let's see here. I've got my guest here, Terry Roy. Hey, he is over that corner. See him over there in that corner. Let me take this off the screen and y'all can see him better than that. There we, there we go. There was Terry Roy in the middle. We've got my my beautiful host, as Donna Sherwood Haley. Are you, Donna? I'm doing good. And I have Trish over here. Hello, Trish. Hi, guys. All right. Okay. Who am I missing? Perry, I'm, I'm going to get it right, Mr. Busby. How are you, baby? How you doing? All right, guys. All right, guys. Everybody. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, voters be aware of the new voting mandates uh, that's uh, going on right now. Early voting has started here in Texas. And, uh, of course, uh, we've got new, new, new voting mandates and uh, new laws. So that comes with new voters' tactics. So we've got to be aware of those who... When you're voting, be aware of that and all. And also, we're going to have another guest that's going to pop in for a few minutes. Uh, he is running for governor of uh, the state of Texas. He's a local. Uh, he'll be with us uh, uh, sometime in this hour. And um, I'm trying to see if something else we're missing. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, it's still February. It is Black History Month, and we, we are still acknowledging Black History here on Knowledge's Power Podcast. Uh, we recognize our black heritage, critical race theories. If, uh, so we've got a lot going on here. Uh, we're going to also have another show, part two, on PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, with Captain, uh, the guest going to be Captain Frank McClendon and Mary Williams going to be joining us again. And how to, and this part, part two is going to be how to cope with PTSD. Now, part one was all the system of it. Now we're going to be talking about how to cope with PTSD. Uh, let's see here. Now, um, I'm going to back up here, and uh, no, that's, the wrong pa- that's the wrong ad, so I go here, and there we go. LaDonna, you're the league host tonight, so it's your Knowledge, show. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finances, politics, and business, we pride ourselves on keeping our pulse on the community and letting you know what is going on in and around Jefferson County. We are super excited tonight. Um, Tony's going to tell you where you can find us at. You can find Analysis Power Podcast Live uh, on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple, iTunes, Amazon Music and Google Play. Tonight we are, oh, check out our new website, www.knowledgeispowerpodcast.live. All right. So we'll be right back in 30 seconds of our intro, and we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about voters be aware of the new voting mandates. To Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redfield, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Larkins. 
Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Hey guys, um, Tony, did you say Eugene Howard was in the back somewhere? He was in here and he's disappeared. Okay. Well, I am excited about tonight's broadcast because, of course, early voting has started. So, with that being said, um, early voting started on February 14th and runs through the end of the week. It's going to be um, 8 to 5 p.m. at all the early voting polling locations. Top we will take the poll to be over from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Sunday, we can have a day to do souls to the polls or fuse to the polls. The polls will be open from 12 to 6 p.m. And then all next week, skipping Monday because Monday's a holiday, but from the 22nd to the 25th, the polling locations will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. with Election Day being March 1st. But that's not really our topic for tonight. We just want to give you that information. Our topic for tonight is all the little hidden innuendos that you need to be aware of. We need to know that if you are voting by mail, and if you have not requested a mail ballot, the deadline to request that mail ballot is February the 18th. That is a big deal. Those mail-in ballots have to be postmarked by March 1st. Um... One of the things that we kind of wanted to address is some of the, what we consider voter suppression tactics. Um, say for an example, um, if you're going to do pews to the polls or souls to the polls, you can't have more than five people in one vehicle. What y'all really? think about Really? Yeah, really. If pastors and churchgoers are planning on going to the polls together, guess what? Now that we have these, uh, what do you call them? Uh, poll watchers. They're not just poll watchers. Uh, y'all help me out. What are they called? Uh, Vigilantes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, they got these people that have been empowered. So this is what I want y'all to be aware of. People are empowered to determine what they think you may be doing to break the law whatever the quote unquote new laws may be and they can remove you from polling places right so let's 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 dive a little bit deeper into this not only can you not bring more than five vehicles five people in one vehicle um people that are conducting their vote by mail um, there has to be like a little affidavit signed if somebody helps you complete that vote by mail basket, right? Are you guys aware of that? Say that again. If somebody helps you do that, you're voting, you have to sign an affidavit stating that fact? Right. That's what I said. Right. They, How are they going to know somebody helped you? Hmm. Well, I don't know, but these are the things that they're using to disqualify mail ballots. And and we are now being made aware that 40% of Harris County mail ballots have been set aside or disqualified for different reasons. 
Now that we have these poll watchers that can turn you around at the polls, they've been empowered to turn you around at the polls if they think you're breaking the law. One, whatever they may deem breaking the law might be, we don't know. Voting by mail, also too. So when you go to vote by mail, another uh, obstacle that's, uh, uh, you know, we're having is if the signatures don't match. They have these people that are verifying these signatures. And if the signatures don't match, those ballots are being set aside with the intention of they're going to call you. Right. To verify if you are. <laughs> who you say Tell you are. me how. Okay. You well, look. <laughs> wait. Okay. I, look, wow. I, I wanted to do a whole entire show on this. I see why you got lead tonight. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want y'all to know also too Damn. that if you if you if you gonna vote. Okay, let's say you requested a mail ballot, but you decided that you're gonna vote in person. You have got to bring that mail ballot with you to the poll. You can't just you know, you could just like you before you could just say, Oh, I'm just vote in person. But if you got that mail ballot in the mail, your actual ballot at the polls could be invalidated if you don't bring that mail ballot with you back. Wow. Right. That that's pretty much universal. Yeah. Um and I mean, but I'm, you know, just so that people are aware, like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna vote by mail, but don't show up there without that mail ballot. I mean, I, mean, I want to give you a little heads up. Make sure you bring that with you. I understand that there's a lot that's actually going on. And and if we were paying attention or not, this last election that we had in November uh, were constitutional measures, uh, state, local, and a lot of these measures, whether we voted for them or not, were not, especially like in the city of Beaumont, um, for instance, some of your city ordinances have been removed or remitted. And you're, we're still waiting till this day for something to be stuck in its place. Uh, something legally and legislatively optional that could be stuck in its place and right now there's that you don't have that so when when we see these particular measures at the poll like LaDonna is speaking about or these particular measures or requirements that that whoever your state senate your your your, your governor when we start seeing these measures, that's because most of the times we didn't really take notion and or try to be informed when constitutional measures measures are on the ballot. This is what we get. Civil liberties, I mean, relinquished at the ballot box. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, welcome yes. back, sis. Yeah. Welcome an back. Another thing that we are having is um, we're going to have, they're going to be checking like monthly voter roll checks, right? So I'm guessing this is even after elections or like after you've already completed 
<laughs> your boat or whatever. They're going to be checking the voting roll monthly to, uh, I guess, purge voters from the list, possibly. Or or maybe to verify yeah. you are who you say you are uh, monthly now. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> understand what... Wow. what I mean, some of this stuff is a little bit extreme. I mean, ultimately, the objective of voting should be to be more inclusive and ease of access to voters to participate and do their civic duty. I think that a lot of what's taking place has been done to deter voters and disenfranchise voters and discourage voters. Yep. And I, I, I think I think we need to get beyond this uh, bulletin board idea of what voting is. Right, trying to put voting in some in some quick, easy, easy to understand. It's not, and the sooner that we start being real about what's happening. You know, I mean, every time we get to this conversation, y'all, I'm, I, I, let me get on because I, I, I won't focus it. I'm tired of hearing every time when we get to voting, all we do is talk about what they doing, what they doing, and who they doing this. And we never change our conversation to start talking about what we are going to do. In 2020, that 2020, I, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying from my perspective, I think we're getting a little caught up into this big turnout that came out in 2020 because it was so driven by mail-in by, by mail voting. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that there were other circumstances at play that helped make that achievable. Those mm -hmm. circumstances do not exist. So we keep trying to find something and everybody want to jump on this one bandwagon when the other side is doing everything to jerry-rig and undermine it. I don't care. I don't care if we get vote by mail and folk can get it on a donkey. It's still not going to matter if we're not paying attention to the other parts of voting. Right. And, and 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 so that brings me to my next issue that I wanted to discuss, which is gerrymandering and like redistricting, because one thing about it, the vote is not being silenced just by voter suppression and voter intimidation and poll watcher tactics and all of this. The vote is being silenced by redistricting It's being silenced and by crippling counties and districts and splitting them up and drawing the lines in places and ways that's got people suing and going to court cases because districts and lines have been pushed back drawn to the side or flipped you know flipped over sideways because it didn't suit them in the last election so here's what we're gonna do we're going to break down districts and precincts and cause if it's a, a a more urban area we're gonna split that in half where with some rural areas so that we can even it out that way you know there's different ways of attacking this issue like it's not just suppressing your vote through oh we got uh, a gun toting gun toting poll watchers it's not just oh i don't want to i don't want nobody giving you no food or water while you're in line it's not just oh i don't want five people in the car together it's not just these things it's also 
oh, by the way, I'm going to put your house in here with, I'm going to redraw the map so that so these many people are not in this group and these many people are in this group. We're going to do this another different way. And what I've got to get people to understand is all of this is ultimately affected by voting. Period. Um, I agree with that. And again, I say that's a damn statement. What are we going to do? I'm, I'm to the point of handing out color-coded uh, sheets so folk can know <laughs> who represents what. I, I mean, if I got to get folk dressed up in garanimals, <laughs> to doggone understand who represents you. I mean, all that sounds good. You talk about gerrymandering. I mean, LaDonna, that's basic for us. That's 30 miles for some folk. They don't understand it. And we've got to be simplistic in what we do. We get we get to a point we talk too high-minded. Right. Oh, I'm with you on that now. You know, there, I, there, I gotta, there's a part for that. I I, I, I love gotta everybody loves the part of the sermon that's the close. But we ain't at a close and we got to get we got to get away from this verbal gymnastics and talk plain to people. Cause they don't understand. And when you, you know, say vote by mail, and when you I'm say vote by mail, that's going to mean more work. It means more work because, first of all, you're trying to get people involved in a process that they're not used to. And now you want to get them involved in doing it in a way that they don't even know. So, okay, I, we, we, I, I look at the numbers here in Broward. This last election, we had over 200 and something thousand folk requesting vote by mail. About 80,000 80, came back. Huh? I mean, I mean, the vote by mail numbers, I, I, who, who's going to make sure? I mean, there's a lot more work that needs to go into this. Well, and I think, and that, I, I think that, you know, because we know it and we think it's simple, I deal in processes. It's a lot that has to make vote by mail happen. And with all of these changes, not only that, let's get vote by mail, let's get voter suppression, get all of that. Just the human error alone with all of these changes. It's gonna make it, it's gonna make it real cumbersome. So we got to get more involved rather than just voting. We got to get involved in voting. How many of us are there? How many of us are involved in the process? I know Carolyn used to be there. Well, she ain't there. Well, and let me tell you what what I'm focused on. This has been the main focus for my thing. Is one, like you say, talking to people on a level that they understand. You know, talking to people in a in a manner and making it where it's like it's hitting your house, right? Because I could talk to you about, you need to go vote, you need to go vote, you need to go vote. But if I'm not talking to you where it makes dollar and cents at your door, well, this is how this is affecting your bottom line, your cabinets, your light bill, your gas bill, your rent, your car note, your car insurance, whatever. That's the, that's, that's the day-to-day things that people are worried about. People are worried about take care of their kids and paying their bills. Mm-hmm. Except that you can talk to them in a level where they feel like, this is going to affect me and my household 
and make it plain on a level that they can understand you and they resound with you and you got a rapport with them. Well, first they trust what you're saying. Then hell no, they're not coming to the polls at all. So you don't got to worry about getting it through the mail or at the location or no damn kind of way because they're not, they not together with you and they don't believe in you and they don't trust you enough to listen to what you're saying and they think everybody's against them, right? But yeah. my problem with that is that you got a lot of people that are upset about everything. They upset that milk is hot. They're upset that a pack of chicken is too high. They're upset about inflation and don't know what inflation is. They're upset that they pay in rent or they don't have, you know, they, they don't have everything that they need or the representation is there to represent them. They pissed off the whole Here's the problem with them. Are we okay. at the store? Are we are we at the store meeting them and talking to them? At, that's what I'm about to say. At the issue is if I come up to you and I have a conversation with you, you gotta be willing to hear. You got to be willing to hear. You got to have an ear to hear me. And if, and if I'm coming at you, I say, well, my brother, I want to meet you where you are. I need you to be receptive to what I'm trying to hear you, right? And so we do have to do something. We do have to do something. Uh, uh, now, Donna, you're breaking up pretty bad. You break. We can't hear you now. Your your audio is really, really, really weak right now. So I'm going to move over and talk to Eugene. Eugene Howard is running for Congress for the state of Texas, and he's going to join us right now. Eugene, hello, man. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me yeah. pretty okay? Yeah, I can hear you real good, real good. I can't see you. Dark, 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 but that's okay. We'll deal with what well, we can I'm, do. I'm, I'm at a better But I know you're dark. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. I can get, maybe try to get some right. <laughs> I had to speak right. tonight. Yeah. So uh, I just came into the quietest room I could try to get into. Right, right. Uh, now, so there we go. Right there. Right there. Right there. I can you right gotcha, there. Go gotcha. ahead. Talk to us. Talk to, to, talk to the voters. I can hear that last part. What'd you say? I say we we got a good picture of you right now, so let's go forward. Gotcha. Uh, talk to us. What's going on? We've been well, talking I about tonight. Uh, to be your uh, 14th congressional member of Congress, um, I, I need everyone to turn out to vote. I need everyone, uh, very few generations are afforded this opportunity to defend freedom in this hour of maximum danger. I heard uh, uh, Miss LaDonna before I, I came on or while I came on, uh, trying to uh, energize and galvanize the community. Um, I, I spoke with her earlier and I just kind of want the community to be aware that uh, the rules that applied last time don't apply now. The rules are so different. Like uh, you can't take more than seven people to the polls. Um, uh, now, uh, I, I do want you to know that the a sample ballot is still legal to take in there. So for our, citizens, our senior citizens who may not remember or for those who uh, want to take their quote-unquote cheat sheet in, you can still do that. Uh, but they are literally trying to take away our rights in real time. And this ain't the time to go power in the corner and cry. We need to fight, baby. I come from a, a seven, I'm a seven-generation Texan. Uh, my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather fought in the Union. I'm pretty sure y'all have heard this. Fought for people like me and you and uh, most of us on this call to look like, uh, to be viewed as human. And for everyone who believes in freedom and democracy, and I just refuse to sit idly by uh, while uh, they are taking our rights away. Uh, I had a conversation with a lady uh, the other day uh, from your community, and we were discussing uh, the civil rights and, and, and things so uh, of that nature. And I, and I told her uh, myself, uh, I am the first uh, member in my immediate family to be born with all of my rights. 
uh, and she's like, what, uh, what, you really feel that way? And I said, no, it's not about a feeling. It's the fact. My mother was born in 63, which means they got 64 uh, civil rights, 65 voting rights, 68 fair housing. So it wasn't until she was five where they wanted to make our, our community a, a complete whole. So I am literally the first generation of my Paul's dream uh, that we can achieve anything we put our minds to. So this ain't the time to say the white man holding me down. Uh, they, they always gonna try to hold you down. If that's your mentality, you gotta fight through. We've been in this country, on this land, in these lands for 400 years. And one thing I can say about our people is we are survivors. And that is the tenacity and the, and the spirit I want to take to Washington, not for my family, but to represent you and your family's interests. And just please make sure uh, you're aware of the new voter laws uh, because they are really trying to take people to jail and file charges uh, with the new laws. Uh, Beto sends his regards uh, to everyone on the call. Uh, and, and so, uh, but that's kind of where I was coming from. And I would love your support. Early voting is still going on from 7 a.m. Uh, to 7 p.m. during the week. Uh, and then, of course, President's Day, it's off. And then you got three days next week, and March 1st is the is primary. Thank you, Howard. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Eugene Howard for Congress of Texas. Uh, he's on our ballot. He's a, a representative for us. So, uh, one more thing. I am, I meant to say this in my apologies. I am number one on the ballot. My name is the very first name on the ballot. So, if you're at 14, please look for my name. It's the very first name on the ballot. Uh, can, can, can you, t okay, can, can someone tell us what the, uh, uh, at least the parameters are for that district? So that folks know what folks may not know if they're in yes. the 14th district. So 14 makes up uh, two thirds of, of Jefferson County, uh, uh, a piece of Orange County, all of Galveston County, and Southern Brazoria County. Okay. And okay, the lines so, have been redrawn so that they're not exactly what they used to be, but the, a portion of Jefferson, a portion of Orange, a portion of Brazoria, and all of Galveston. I actually just saw a map online the other day. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, yeah, because maybe that'll help, because if we say a portion of Jefferson, that's still not clear for It's two-thirds. It, it kind of cuts through where I-10 comes through, where okay. I-10 comes through through Jefferson County. The left side of that, they moved to 36, and the right side of, of the rest of Jefferson County is in 14. Okay. Wow. And and this, so so who is who is the incumbent of, of this seat? Uh, that's Randy Weber, still the incumbent for uh, District 14. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. And, and, and remind people, please, if you don't mind, uh, that they are voting in the primary. This is not the general election. So, uh, could you could you so, give us a so, little? Yeah. yeah. So, so for everyone who doesn't know, for everyone who's interested, this is the primary election, which determines uh, who goes to the big fight in November, which determines who gets to make your life better or worse. So, if you want, if you see great candidates, not only myself, but local candidates, statewide candidates, national candidates, this is the time to get out and vote and go support them. And this also shows the strength of our party and the strength of our people. Uh, we as black people, uh, we continuously stand up for the Democratic Party where we need to hold their feet to the, to the fire 
and, and, and make sure they are held accountable uh, to making sure they take care of not only one constituency, but the Democratic umbrella as a whole. Uh, so again, this is the Democratic primary. The Republicans also have a primary. So right now it's about one, two, three. It's six of us total uh, running for the seat. You have four Republicans and you have myself and another uh, white gentleman. Well, I don't want to call him a gentleman, but another white guy, a gentleman uh, named Michael Williams. Uh, so that's uh, my primary opponent uh, uh, is Michael Williams. Excuse me. Is uh, Texas an open primary state? Closed. It's a closed primary state. Okay, so if you're in the, so if you're independent, you can't vote in this election. Uh, no, it's just Democratic, and uh, the only way, well, you can, but you would have to be, you would have to register, you know, as a dip, like you'd be on the Democratic, you know, roster. So if you, like, there is no independent uh, uh, primary. I, I think right. I, I, we we have a very flawed system, but yeah, there's no independent. Uh, uh primary it's just democratic and Republican. well independent so independents can't participate yeah they can independent they can. If, if they if they are registered as an independent all they do whenever they go into the polling location is is uh justify okay. whether or not they're voting in the democratic okay. or republican primary so that makes texas an open primary state. that is correct it's well i'm sorry then. yes right okay no no problem no we just want to be clear I found the map, but I'm trying to figure out. Tony, I'm going to try to text it to you so you can post it. It's a picture of it. You know, these are some of the little things our people don't understand. So if they, you know, I mean, that's a big issue here in Florida. Because if you're independent, you can't participate in the primary. And so, you know, uh, if Texas is different, then that, then that won't be a factor. So good. As, yeah, as what, far what as the, that goes, the, the thing so, I would say is like, but if you participate in that primary, you know you have to wait another two years. Like, like they register you in Texas to where you get all of their information. So even if you're an independent and you go vote in a Republican primary, the Democrats won't let you come to the Democratic convention. Like, so like, just kind of be mindful of that. That 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 that's important to Democrats. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's that important to me right now. So, so that's why when I that's what I was trying to get to the explanation of what I was trying to explain didn't do a great job at the time, but was like with the without it being an independent primary, like whatever you register with is where you have to be for the until the yeah. next uh, two years. Right. Okay, and and, and I, while Ladonna was on uh, before she had dropped off earlier, I was explaining to everybody that some of the reasons that we're going through a lot of these um constitutional changes is because the lack of involvement and participation in the 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 last election that we had when we had constitutional changes as well as some um um city ordinance changes that was on the ballot during our general election that should have been a special election um and and that's one of the reasons I, I do want to point out to to you guys is is why we are seeing a lot of our civil li civil liberties be I guess put on a back burner or taken off the stove uncooked altogether. Uh, I, I love the the fact that Ladonna is vigilant in learning this process. I, I love the way that she explains it and and breaks it down not just to 
the younger population, but for older individuals to understand. Um, and that's one of the main reasons I, I do want to say that is that uh, while we're si- while we're in this situation, because you're our counterpart, regardless to what color, regardless to what political disposition that they may have, um, a lot of these individuals take take advantage or the the well they take the advantage of you not being at the table uh and so like these lines can be redone i mean like over and over and over again but if you have you know a a, a, an informed and an educated electorate you have they could draw as many lines as they want and it it'd be uh you know an attractive candidate that regardless to what party in the primary i've seen um republicans come from uh the democrat their side and vote in the uh, democratic primary as well as democrats vote in the republican primary it's strategic moves that you have to make ladies and gentlemen especially in these times when it comes to voting a lot of people that that have sat in office and are sitting in office have taken and again have taken advantage of your of your absence so i'm I, and and that's where i'm at with that we are in this position globally well nationwide because of the lack of participation in something so great and then and then not to mention we do have a lot of people that have the stigma that my vote does not count my vote does and not matter and, 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 and it does the lack of accountability that we as constituents hold these people which is what i was saying on the last podcast that we were on with Joseph Trayton, the accountability portion matters because it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. If you know that these people are going to vote and they're coming for you, when you don't do what you say that you're going to do, or we can't hold you accountable, or you got in the office and you lied, and we got a scorecard and we're going to grade you and we don't like you, 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 you negated to do your due diligence, then we're coming for your seat one way or another. Exactly. Right. Right. And, and also, it doesn't have to wait for the next election. There's a recall right. process that's granted to every constituent, every citizen, every voter. There's a recall process. Okay. And well, it does ask. not matter who sits in that seat. They can be recalled. The well, state me... of Texas has the recall process in activation. We don't have to wait four years for Greg Abbott to get out the seat or be voted out of the seat. Okay, Stop well, waiting on a- the, like LaDonna said, accountability matters right now. Let me take a break here and cut through and let's bring on our candidate, our local candidate, uh, Michael Cooper, who is running for governor of Texas. Hello, Mike. Uh-oh, he just went out. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Sometimes I think right now we need to be focused on getting some um, some um, broadband and internet connection. Yeah, I'm telling you, there about it now. He was there. Yeah, it's He's a old. disaster. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Hello, Mike. Hey, Hello. hey, hey. All right, guys. How you doing, guy? I'm doing great, uh, man. Hey, I, I was enjoying that discussion, man. Y'all red hot and on fire. Oh. Hey man, this this is you know this is knowledge is power. <laughs> Y'all are very powerful. Thank you sir, thank you sir. Love it. Love it. What so, y'all do? With I saw him early. What what happened to him? Who's that? 
Uh, Brother Eugene, he was on there earlier. He's, still, he's, he's, still, he's backstage. Oh, he's backstage. Okay, I was running. Yeah. I was trying to see who I'm speaking with. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Doc. So, how's the race going? And and I understand you've 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 um because I follow you, um, I understand that you've actually touched the four corners of Texas. And if 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 we can say the four corners of Texas, um, I'm not gonna say from Brazoria to 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 Odessa. That's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, I would say literally doc you you've been from the the north of texas to the south the the most deepest portions south of texas from the, uh, from the desert of texas all the way to the green trees of texas yes. um so in your experience from you know going north east south and south and west what's the news doc well the, the news is get out and vote and the bigger news is this and uh this is the latest news i, I read earlier this morning is that um, we've got to encourage our elderly, the ones that can, can crawl, walk, uh, get on a stroller, whatever you got to do, bring them to the poll. Get them to the polls so they can vote because what they're doing right now, they're taking your ballots and saying you didn't sign, the, the signature doesn't match, the last four years, uh, Social Security is not right. They're finding a reason to throw away your ballot. So we have to encourage you if you are exactly. able now, to please go to the polls and vote. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm hearing right now. In uh, Harris County, that's one of the areas uh, I'm gonna be in again this weekend, sick with a lot of pastors. 6,750 votes were cast by early ballots. And 37% of those were, were, were sent returned. 2,500 were returned. So now that's in the largest county, one of the largest counties. So in our county, if you take those same numbers, maybe 1,500 sent in, another 150 that's returned. But if they're returned, they're supposed to notify you and we need to check it, make sure your signature's right, the last four of your social's right, make sure you have a good ID, make sure the ID is current. Listen, we will not be suppressed, we will not be depressed, we will press on, we will press forward. We will vote and we will win. Listen, when I wake up in the morning time, Doc, I am uh, I smell the salt in the Gulf of Mexico and I see the sandy hills of El Paso. Uh, so I, I'm excited about what people are doing. People like what happened here yesterday. Thank you, Texas Coalition Black Democrats, our local folks coming out. Uh, Miss Lowe from uh, giving a shout out, coming by. She had to go and be a poll worker. Thank you, Dr. Aaron Reynolds with PPAC for doing what you did at the uh, Jefferson County Courthouse. We were sitting up over there, so we had some folks there. Some folks came back over there, holding up the sign, push democracy forward. Thank you, Robert Williams, from driving out from Missouri County, coming in. Thank you, some of the uh, folks in Port Arthur, Texas, coming in and speaking. Brother Dean, uh, Brother Gets uh, Right, uh, coming out. Listen, we're excited about the young folks. Uh, the folks is red hot and on fire. Thank you, Brother Tony Renfro, for what you guys are doing. Thank you, LaDonna uh, Sherwood, for coming out there, being a, a, a bold voice out there, talking about she got a, a scorecard. She keeping count, keeping the record. And you're right. You don't have to wait two more years or four years. You can impeach someone in any seat. Yes, indeed. I'm, t I'm telling y'all. I'm telling you. you can I'm do not it. waiting four years no more, man. Like, like, like uh, Perry said, I am tired. I'm past tired. 
I'm past tired. Past tired. And I'm saying that as not just not just a constituent, but as well as a a previous and past candidate of this same local and state and federal election process. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I know one thing. You guys, y'all, y'all, you all keep it real here. Uh, you, you better come on here with, with, with some good stuff. Otherwise, you better. You, you're gonna check them later on. So <laughs> I appreciate uh, Bowen. Uh, you better, especially if me or Ladonna, me, oh, Ladonna or Perry is on. I know. Listen, Perry, my, 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 now, t- now, 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 Terry gonna give it to you light. He gonna be a little light on you. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> he gonna he gonna sting you across the head. Trust me, that hurts. My, my, my only problem, my only problem is I, I always look at what somebody's done. Yeah, you know, I'm not looking me. at what you're doing right I'm now. I'm not looking at what you're doing right now. I'm looking yes. at what you've done, and and I'm gonna always be honest with people. It's a lot of people that's running that that, that haven't done nothing a- at all. And, and and you know that's okay, if, you know. But I know what yeah. you've done, and I know what you haven't done. Wow, that's like I've had issues. I know who contacted me, and I know who didn't. And I I don't forget stuff. So and I'll let people and I'll let other people know. Hey, they never contacted me. They never did nothing yeah. for me. And that's just yeah. the way you have to be. You got to make people accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, if you running, you know, tell me tell me what you've done, not what you're gonna do. Wow. Yeah. But everybody and, could, and, everybody and, can and, promise. And, and if I can just again, I know it sound like broken record. If I can just impress upon everyone is that everything we've learned about voting, you know, it's all fine and good, but we have got to really step back and take a look at what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because as I say, my analogy is it's like taking, it's like taking your spare change and putting it in that, in that coin machine. And because of spare change, you really don't care. But what if you found out that that chain, that that spare change machine, was counting one dime for every for every ten it encountered, or it was counting quarters as a as a nickel? Mm. But see, because it's spare change and you like what comes out, you okay. But what if you so. knew? Right. But what if you knew? And see, our approach to voting, we're trying to get everybody there. And when we start asking about numbers and we start asking about results, we go running to the one system that we know is faulty to get some numbers. And I'm like, guys, come on. I mean, I know I'm, I know, I know I'm a computer geek and I know I sound crazy, but you can't do anything without checking. When I was a, when I in fact no nah, let me put it like this when you was in elementary school and they was teaching you division and multiplication the teacher showed you how to check your work where are we checking our work I'm not talking in parables I'm just talking some good common some, yeah sense. common sense and we got to start reimagining this because some people who are not all connected into the system into this little political clique I've been there. I've been in the system. I've worked for, for campaigns. I ain't trying to do that. I'm trying to help the people. Because what happens in the campaigns gets a little flaky. And I ain't for that bullshit. And so I'm trying to help. But one of the things I'm finding about some of the campaigns, and I'm asking candidates, 
who do you listen to? Because if if you got some shaky sources, then that's going to tell me a little bit about you. And I'm just trying to help some folk with their sources. We listen to Perry Buzzy. <laughs> we both got changed in the way we're doing it. And so how we even how we disperse our money. I mean, we we if you start looking at how our businesses get the least in terms of political revenue that's out there, and I'm talking from you know, Tony is kind, knowledge is power is free, but every media source that's black owned, talk to them about what little revenue they get for advertising even from our candidates yeah i mean and so that spills over even into our chief of staff and everything else and that's something we can change and that's something i'm directing at candidates don't tell me about washington if i can't if, if we can't fix glass I think I think that for me, one of the big things that I want people, candidates, constituents, everybody, I think that we've got to do a better job of just first of all in our group being able to forgive and understand. Because it's stuff that we give each other and we can't understand and we can't talk. In this group that we're in, we got a bunch of folks that's mad because something happened to them 20, 30 years ago. You walk past and you didn't speak to them, you didn't speak to their mama, all this kind of bullshit, and you can't even see past that. So we can speak, sis. Because we can't get together long enough to get down to the bottom of what our issues are. So then this is where we're dropping the ball. For me personally, I make the practice to be forgiving. Okay. If something, you know, I mean, we've got to start there and then we've got to start. Being understanding, okay, not just forgiving, but I gotta understand you. Like you say, as far as what we spend our dollars and what type of revenue we get, what type of participation we doing it. All these different areas. But one thing that we gotta stop doing too is feeling like we got voters to throw away. So we only target certain mm -hmm. voters. You got to target the people that don't normally vote. If you know these people are already voting or they're informed voter, they vote every election cycle. Well, then you targeting them, and that's fine. But are we going out into the highways and the byways and targeting people that don't normally vote and helping them to become as informed voters as the people that we know already vote? It ain't no voters to throw away. They may not be in your economical group. They may not come from the same background as you. They may not have an education. They may not be living in a brick home. They may be living in what they have at the moment to get to where they're going, but there's no voters that can be thrown away. And we've got to meet some of these people exactly where they are. They are. And this is what right. I go after doing, yeah, right? This yeah, is where yeah. I go into the group. This yeah. is what Just you let, let me right. go and That's what I tell candidates. Don't look for supporters. Find influencers. Reach influencers. Let me co sign what you guys are saying. Early, uh, I call him my forever mayor, Chris Jones. Uh, was speaking about me traveling across the state of Texas. A lot of people ask why I keep ending up in uh, East Texas. Whenever I go to Dallas or uh, North Texas or anywhere, I go through 69 and 96 because that's an area my folks are from in East Texas, Magnolia Springs and other areas like that, Brooklyn, Texas, and other well, now we have streets named after us. But a lot of people don't understand there's 1.5 million registered African-American voters. If they voted alone in a primary, Every seat in the state of Texas. Now, this is y'all's channel. Hopefully, everybody's not listening to mm -hmm. my little secret here. 
But uh, if they just voted in the primary because there's only one million people average that vote in the primary, non-presidential election year, you can determine by East Texas what seats we have. Watch this. There's almost 4 million African-Americans that are Democrats, registered, unregistered. If they decide this half or 25%, again, you can determine which seat you want to own. And you can own all of the seats. So I won't tell that, that secret to everybody, but I tell it to this podcast. And that's how we make sure that, that we get out there is exactly what Ms. Sherwood was just saying, is that we have to uh, focus on and give them a reason to vote. That's the reason why we came out there yesterday and uh, uh, and promoted and pushed uh, democracy forward and to make sure that they have a voice to be heard and to make sure that they were not suppressed or depressed and that their vote, it, it counts. Right. And, and, and Mike, you, you raise a great point because we know that uh, statewide Democrats have not supported the East Texas area. Exactly. And again, it's been to their peril. And I mean, and that's why I'm saying we need candidates who will speak to our people in those places. And we need people that are going to be real. Because one thing I am going to say, I want to get this straight. These people that are in these areas that are coming from areas where they, they have been disenfranchised, they have been overlooked, they know genuine. They can tell real. You cannot walk up in there trying to sell no, no foolishness because they are not going to go with you. These people can recognize real from a fall off. They know when you run and get Okay, so if you're not gonna keep it real and you coming in there to sell some pools, you may as well keep going where you're going. Right, or you're showing up and you just want their pocketbook or you want their $2.25. They get it. But see, the difference is now, I've, I've built a relationship with folks across the state of Texas now. Uh, back in, in uh, when the shooting was at Walmart, the guy drove all the way from Allen, Texas and shit. So, so we're, we're fighting not just for uh, African-American people, but black and brown people, white people, Anglo people. And so a vote, in the direction of Michael Cooper is a vote for everyone. And so when the 22 was shot, I remember Pastor uh, Brady. I remember Michael Brady and his daughter when she was shot three times. The mother put her in a basket, bleeding out three shots. We prayed her uh, uh, to, 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 to hell. Uh, now she's doing great. Uh, but then we went out and uh, we walked up and down uh, where they had the memorial and, and where they had all the uh, candles burning and things like that. We build a relationship with those folks. We build a relationship with uh, my cousin, now Gene Collins, up in the um, Odessa area and uh, Seth in Lubbock area. So this is not just about black and white. This is about folks that matter and all folks that matter. That's the reason why we teamed up with the state uh, poor people's campaign uh, with Stephanie and Rob and those folks when we uh, marched in Austin and we got together and went to DC, got arrested for uh, voter suppression and to fight against those things. This is what it takes. It takes a coalition and it takes people, brothers going back and forth uh, across the great United States. Even in Florida, with Perry, I think you were there for a little while, bringing that word there, bringing it back to Texas and saying, we have like-minded people that have fostered together, come together, and we're gonna make a difference. And how we make a difference? By making sure that we have these podcasts, we play them over and over again. But we want them to understand that the reason why we, we, we promote African-American folks is because when we do do better in our communities, the whole state does better. When we do better in the city, the county, and, and, and in the state, the whole country does better. That's what we're pushing for. Mm -hmm. 
I am super excited that we had this podcast tonight. Our program is very quickly coming to a close. But um, uh, Pastor Cooper, do you have any final words you want to say before we close it out tonight? And I was hoping that they would have added Eugene Howard back on so they could have made a little final push. I'm here. I'm here, LaDonna. Okay, okay, perfect. Tonight's podcast was really just about making sure that you are aware of the new mandates, the new tactics, making sure that you don't give out, but that you don't give up, but that you keep going and keep fighting and keep pushing. And no matter what, like like uh, Pastor Cooper said, we're not going to get suppressed or repressed. We're going to be pushing. We, we're doing the pushing. We're doing the pressing. Okay? We're getting ready to get in the move, and we're getting ready to get active. And, and, and let me tell you, when you see my phone on your Facebook or your messenger or in your inbox, you know what I want? I want that voting sticker. I'm I'm pressing you up to the pole. Don't I don't want no pictures of no mail-in ballots. And I'm like Pastor Cooper. I want you to go up to the pole and cash yeah. your ballot, and get your sticker. That's what I want to see. Go Absolutely. ahead. Well, hey, just thank y'all for having me. Uh, go to www.cooper2022.com for more information. I, I have been blessed with an uh, Emmy Award women, uh, winning videographer that helped with that website. We thank him for the in kind. That's the only way we do it. Y'all listen, the way I've, I've been able to go across a whole state of Texas, 856 miles in one day, 14 hours, is because of folks like you all that are out there knocking on doors, uh, beating down folks, telling them that they need to vote. There's a voice. We have to give them a reason uh, to vote. And, it, and it's people like this on this podcast that I'm taking with me to Austin, Texas. You have my cell phone number. They told me to stop giving it out. But everybody on this podcast has it. Keep me accountable. Make sure you check me off, uh, LaDonna, because I want to do the right thing. Thank you all for having me. Y'all be blessed. You, you, thank you. Eugene, let's go. What you got to say, bro? <clears throat> Uh-oh. He's gone again. He's gone again. <laughs> Baby, we got to get our tactics together. Um, I am I am proud to be on this podcast tonight. Um, I just want to make people aware of what's happening and make sure that we are, are pushing them up to the polls, no matter what. Come what may. Every election, every time, every vote matters. Utilize your voice because you only have two powers. That's where you spend your dollars and who you elect. Let's go, Tony. Okay, uh, our upcoming uh, podcast is going to be uh, part two of PTDSD uh, on Sunday, February the 20th. And on a February the 22nd, we're going to have Andrew Hunter uh, on with the uh, I'm, I am, oh, am I my brother's keepers? She's going to be with us. And on uh, February the 27th is going to be the last uh, Sunday in February and I'm going to ask um, the group to come back and let's do a Black History 365 uh, uh, with uh, Perry Busby going to be our lead uh, lead host that night, okay? Ah, that's going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be uh, Baby, February. did y'all say Black History 365 with Perry Busby? Oh, yeah. Perry's going to yeah. be the lead host and let's see what, and we're going to have a grand time talking about uh, Black inventors. Uh, uh, you know, let me just say this. Black America African-American, our ancestor, built the infrastructure of the United States. And we're still at the bottom. Right. 
We we this we own this place. And the crazy part about it, Tony, is some of us still riding on that same infrastructure today. That's right. Hey, but hey, <laughs> hey, hey, brother Renfro, but keep in mind when you when you're at the bottom, that's called the foundation. So what we gotta do is keep building up. That's right. Yeah, that's your right. This is and, time and, to and, and, and Tony, and as we said the other week, when it came to the internet, it was black people right there at the foundation. That's right. Of that's that. Called, that's called the foundation. Who who invented it? That's go. right. Well, that's they didn't invent it, but they, I mean, you couldn't have a domain without that black company. Well, that's right. He built a domain. That's how it started. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for Power Analysis Power Podcast Live. It's been a great evening, and I enjoyed the, 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 the talk. And uh, again, uh, we're going to be all over the place three times more uh, starting next week with the new, um, I've got some new stuff going on here. Uh, what they call it? What the Thank you so much, guys. I see you next. I see y'all guys Tuesday. I mean, Sunday, okay? Thank All you. right, this is a bit. All right. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.